me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. We are excited to bring in uh, one of the guys that knows a fair amount about the NWSL. He's uh, the, the one of the editors over at Vavil USA. It is Chris Blakely, a good friend of the show that we love to talk a lot about. And now that he's finally back, we can talk with him as well. So Chris, hello, sir, and welcome back to the show. Well, hello, and thanks for having me again. It's been way too long. It has. Like uh, We were talking with you off-air as well. We, we talk about you at least once a week. We find a way to, to work you in the show at least once a week. So you've been, you've been with us in spirit, Chris, for many a week, but we're, uh, we're glad to have you back on the program. And uh, I, I personally have got to ask you right away, uh, is it still raining in Seattle after Sky Blue pulling that incredible upset? <laughs> or uh, what exactly is the feeling around town after such a surprising uh, fixture opening day? Uh, well, to answer the question, no, it's a it's a nice seventy five, no clouds in the sky wow, for a change in Seattle. Okay. So, so you finally been, you finally nice. get to cut your grass with the sun out. Yeah, right. What's that like? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's a nice improvement. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was a bit of a shock for the fans in attendance. You could tell. You know, they've never seen their team lose at Memorial Stadium. So, I believe it was a twenty four mm. game unbeaten streak the rain had going. So, um, and honestly, the way Sky Blue did it with six rookies on the field, that was pretty impressive. Laura Harvey, after the game, she was not happy at all. Rightfully so. Exactly. And honestly, she's kind of glad that the unbeaten streak ended. That was one of the first things she said in her press conference, uh, post-game press conference, saying, well, now we don't have to talk about this anymore. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the uh, other players echoed that same sentiment of, it's done, it's over with, let's get back to actually playing soccer and making it, you know, getting back on track to where they need to be. I can imagine, yeah. And something like that, losing... Um, and anytime you hear that, we heard that with, you know, even the Golden State Warriors this season as well, too, after they finally were, you know, I think after 24 games when they finally lost to the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, a lot of those guys are like, you know what, great, whatever. It was a fun record, it was a fun thing to do for a while, but we're just glad it's over and we can uh, we can actually focus on playing the game instead of what the media actually wants us to focus on. And it's, you know, things like this with, with a team as uh, well-known as the Seattle Rain, you know, you talk about all the great players they have on their team as well. I mean, you got, you know, ladies like Hope Solo and Megan Rapinoe when she comes back from injury as well. But uh, it's it's a very long season as well if you're part of the NWSL. So losing opening day is not a reason to freak out and, you know, clear the buses and everybody jump off. That's a supporter. And uh, I think Seattle, as a as an organization, I think will be just fine. And that, you see this happen sometimes, though, too, in opening days. You know, some teams just are a little bit more hyped about the beginning of the season than others. So I think for Seattle fans, what's the message that they need to kind of take away now going the rest of the season? Well, it's just like you said, it's not the end of the world. No time to jump off the quote-unquote bandwagon, if, if, if you will. Um, you know, they just need to, you know... They need to, you know, obviously hope the girls go out this weekend and, and bounce back when they play Boston on Sunday and, you know, just kind of, you know, keep your spirits high because honestly, as you mentioned, it's the opening weekend. There's still a ton of games left. 
Um, you know, last year they started off one and two, you know, and then they came back and once again became, you know, we're the best team in the league until it came to the playoffs. But, you know, it's nothing to worry about. Uh, they're, they, they obviously have some stuff to work on. I've never actually, in my time covering the team, I've actually never seen them. I don't want to say the word play this badly, but they did, they didn't play very well. They were getting torched on the wing with Ke- uh, Kelly O'Hara, uh, going up and down that left side of the pitch against Which is good at doing, all yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. And Ellie Reed, usually, you know, she's the right back for the range. She's a great defender, and she was just getting torched. But Kelly, you know, she is a U.S. international, and she's great at what she does. Just overall, they just need, you know, the rain, they just, they kind of seemed out of focus. Um, I'm sure, you know, Laura Harvey will get them back on schedule and get them, you know, get their minds, you know, back back the way it needs to be. And hopefully when they play Boston, you know, it'll we'll see the Seattle rain of old. Yeah, absolutely. We talk about playing Boston as well. Uh, the Washington Spirit took down the Boston Breakers uh, 1-0 on a very early uh, elaborate bicycle kick as well. And uh, I had the opportunity to watch most of this game. And I forget, when you don't watch a player like Crystal Dunn for a little while and then you watch her again, you forget how fast she actually is. And seeing her with the ball, she she has tendencies where she reminds me a little bit of Cristiano Ronaldo with the fact that when she has the ball, she just goes at a defender. And you can also see, you can just see the defenders kind of freak out for a, a brief moment because they're like, holy cow, she's going to just burn right by me. And she did that a lot. And she had that opening assist as well. But if you're the Washington spirit, you knew going against a team like Boston, it wasn't going to be one of those games where you're like, look, we don't, you know, this is a, a decent team, but we should win. And you know, ladies like Christine Naren, who we've had on the program as well here before, stepped up and did a good job. And, you know, Washington gets a nice 1-0 victory to open the season for them. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you're, you're exactly correct on Crystal Dunn. It's getting to, you know, watch her last year in the playoffs against the rain. And then also when the U.S. national team came up here to scout on October, just seeing how fast she is in person. It's just she just performs that back line all game long. And, you know, I've been watching her for the last year or so. Um, with all the international games and NWSL games, and she's actually she's a great player. Um, you are right; she, you know, a little bit reminds you of a little bit of, uh, of Ronaldo on the women's side, obviously. And, sure. But yeah, I think uh, I think Washington you, they have a coach because Mark Parsons left and went to uh, Portland. Um, I still think they'll be good. They'll probably be in the top four when the season ends. Um, you know, the, they got a they got a good squad. They no, do, honestly. yeah, exactly. And we've talked with uh, we've talked with Christine before. We've talked with uh, their head coach as well, Jim Gabara, as well on here on Two Up Front as well. But uh, you know, you talk about this weekend as a whole. Uh, if you want to talk about Seattle losing, obviously that was a big surprise. The other big surprise I'd have to say was probably the defending champs losing to Western New York Flash as well. After I keep name dropping, I'm not trying to, but they just happened to all do well this week. Sam Mewis scoring a goal <laughs> for the Western New York Flash, a former guest here on Two Up Front as well, sinking FC Kansas City also in front of a large uh, home crowd for FC Kansas City also. Yeah, that was a bit of a shock. You know, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch a lot of the games this weekend. But I was, you know, I was keeping tabs on that and just seeing that they had lost. It, it, I wasn't expecting that, you know, especially a team like that with so many veterans on it. Um, you know, they're arguably one of the best defensive teams in the league. And, I mean, and I believe it was, what, one nothing is what the final score was. Yep. I mean, they only gave up one goal, which isn't a big deal. But still, just to see them kind of, you know, struggle a little bit was a shock. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's one of the things I actually, t- speaking of goalkeepers, you know, Boston Breakers, they did lose 1-0. Not to keep talking about the rain, because, you know, that's not my habit, but uh, <laughs> just talking about this upcoming game that they have, Chris, you know, Libby Stout, who's the goalkeeper for Boston, spent a couple years over in Liverpool. She had, uh, she faced 
seven shots on goal, only gave up one. Um, but actually, Washington was peppering her 15 shots overall. Yeah, Washington controlled the play of that game. So what, what does Seattle need to do to get past the goalkeeper of that of that skill level? Uh, you know, honestly, they're going to have to do exactly the same thing and just keep peppering the goal. And I know this weekend uh, when they played Sky Blue, that's exactly what they did. But uh, surprisingly, their Sky Blue's rookie goalkeeper, I believe her name is Carolyn Casey, she stepped up huge. She, watching her play, you never think she was a rookie. Uh, you know, she had a great one-on-one chance with uh, the, the Reigns' new signing. Uh, Milis is her last name. I'm drawing a blank on her first name. I do apologize. But uh, they just need to – Seattle just has to keep doing what they normally do is just get their midfield involved with uh, Jess Fishlock and Kim Little. And, uh, you know, Keelan Winters, you know, kind of sits in front of the back four and distributes the ball. And they got to get their forwards a little bit more involved. Uh, they had Merritt Mathias and Be- uh, Beverly Yanez and uh, Milos. You know, they were they had a lot of action and time on the ball, but they just really weren't getting any clean shots. So they got to open up some of that space and, uh, you know, make make Boston's keeper work. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you on that one. And you talk about rookies not looking like rookies. You have to bring your attention to what the Houston Dash did as they defeated the Chicago yes. Red Stars by a score of 3-1. to one. And the rookie, quote-unquote rookie, Rachel Daly, uh, scoring a goal, a beautiful one-time goal from her and also assisting a goal as well to lead the Dash 3-1 over the Red Stars. Watching this game, watching how she attacked a U.S. considered the you know cons- considering the second best goalie in the on the women's side with Alyssa Nair, she made Alyssa look like she was a freshman in in high school. She really embarrassed her a lot this the entire night. I mean, the Houston Dash they were almost like a sleeping animal. They conceded an early goal after Kristen Press does what she does best, jumped on an early ball, slotted that ball away. As a forward, you loved you know when defenders have a miscommunication like that. But then you saw it continue to build. You saw Daly score a goal. You were able to see Becky score a goal. You saw Carly Lloyd hit a you know a pinpoint header, and all of a sudden Houston is just off and running. But Rachel Daly, though, is the the true story of the week in NWSL. She was voted the player of the week as well. But talk a little bit about what she did. And now that the entire league is kind of looking back at her like, well, now, who are you? Yeah, you know, she, I know technically, yes, she's a rookie, but I believe she's 24. Uh, She's got plenty of time overseas. She's also part of the uh, England, I believe the U23 team, at least at the time. She might be part of the senior team now. I'm not 100% sure on that. But, yeah, she's a... from the brief highlights I did watch, you know, she's a pretty outstanding player. Um, I think with her, Lloyd, um, and a couple other players, uh, Houston might be a team to watch out. You know, they're they're trying to make the playoffs. They've never made it in their previous two years. Mm-hmm. So with her and Lloyd and all those other players, uh, you know, I think they're a team to really, you know, consider and be on the lookout for because they, they look dangerous, especially – any team that has Carly Lloyd on it, they're going to be dangerous anyways. Oh, exactly. But when you add some, very true. Yeah, and when you add somebody like a Rachel Daly and all the other players on, uh, on their team, you know, it just makes them even more more and more dangerous. Exactly. No, I completely agree with you on that one. Daly definitely took over that game. And uh, the one other game that we need to talk about as well, the Portland Thorns and Orlando Pride, the game that a lot of folks were excited about because it's the new uh, season for the Portland Thorns after not having the best finish last year, but then it was the new expansion team in Orlando Pride as well, and leave it to Portland to come from behind to secure a, a victory, a 2-1 victory. Well, and one of the, obviously one of the big 
things about this match was the Alex Morgan trade in the offseason. Yes. So Alex Morgan facing her former team. And uh, Portland does come out on top 2-1. to one. And, you know, talk about great crowds. Another great crowd in Portland, over 16,000 fans. It was the largest crowd in uh, for a home opener mm-hmm. for, for Portland. Um, long name. Chris, can you say this name for us? <laughs> Dagny Bjorn uh, Jarstador? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me because I uh, <laughs> we'll call it Dagny. Right. We'll call it Dagny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, you know, I was reading uh, one of our writers uh, on our website. You know, he did the recap, and I saw that name, and I was like, "There is no way in heck I'm going to try to pronounce it." Because I, I don't want to do her any injustice. That's in one of those exactly. things where you try to run it through spell check, and you're like, "Well, I, maybe it's not. Maybe that is how it's spelled. I don't know exactly." It's like maybe you pushed a few too many keys trying to spell like Brian or something. It's like, no, nope, it's uh, that's yeah, exactly getting- what it is. Getting was saying it's spelled wrong, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even right. if it's spelled wrong, none of us would know, honestly. But uh, if you're Orlando, though, I mean, you 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 got to be fairly happy with how the game went. You were tied one-one going into halftime, and then you give up that late goal. You you look ahead, though. If you're Orlando now, they were going to try to to fill the bowl as well, like uh, what we saw from uh, the Orlando uh, Orlando City as well. Uh, are you defusing a bomb, Chris, right now, or what exactly are you doing while you're talking to us? Sorry, I was, uh, I'm sitting in my car here, taking a break at work. Just so making sure you're all right. I was, it wasn't, that. no, 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 you're fine. No, just making sure, you know, you're, uh, we're not interrupting some more important work right now. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, not a problem at all. So, I mean, you look ahead for Orlando, though. This is a team that I, um, I wrote about last week saying that offensively, they certainly have enough ladies on their team to be dangerous. Defensively, I'm a little concerned about, you know, what they've got as a team going forward, but, Orlando, the way that this uh, NWSL is set up, I think they have an opportunity to do well, but you also talk about you know teams like Seattle, teams like Portland, and then Houston really asserting themselves has to make you wonder just how if Orlando's going to have a chance to make the playoffs in their inaugural season or not. I think we may have lost them. I again. don't know. Did we finally lose them again? Yeah, you know, oh, it'll no. be tough yeah. for me. Any, any All right, can you, can yep, you hear you're me? You're good. You're good. Keep going. Hello? You're good. We got you. Hello. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, any, you know, any expansion, it's, it, I'm still here. Yeah. It's, it's hard for any expansion team to, you know, get off and starting. But when you have players like Alex Morgan on there, I mean, that, that does help. Um, you know, it's 10 team, 10 team league and only four teams make it. So, I mean, it won't be easy, but you know, they're, they're going to have that great home field advantage down at the Citrus Bowl. So yeah. it'd be exciting to see what they can do. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with you on that one. All right, Chris. Well, before we let you go, uh, one other thing that's exciting uh, the NWSL Championship has officially been announced that it will be in Houston at BBVA Compass Stadium, October the 9th. Talk about a beautiful venue to play in, that's for sure. Uh, what did you think about the announcement coming out of Houston that they will be hosting the tournament? Uh, you know, it's good because it's in another Major League Soccer stadium. I'm just a little bit, you know, because obviously the the Dynamo have, a, you know, essentially own the Dash. And the same with, you know, Portland and uh, with their Timbers and the Thorns. But I think it's good. Um, it's a, Like you said, it's a it's a great stadium. Uh, it's large. The the field looks, well, when it's not raining, the field looks great. Um, you know, it doesn't get watered down like it did last year when Seattle played down there. But it, it's good for the league because, you know, it brings in a lot of people. Um, looks good on TV. You know, obviously that's what Fox Sports and, and the league uh, care about. They want to make sure everything looks nice and pretty on TV for their worldwide audience. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little afraid that they're just going to kind of keep bouncing back and forth between MLS, you know, cities, even though it's an NWSL league. But like last year, they put it in Portland with an MLS team. This year, Houston with an MLS team. 
who knows next year it might be in Orlando with an MLS team. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of worried about that, but I also understand, you know, when they have the championship game, they want it in a nice big stadium. You don't want it to no offense to Memorial stadium here in downtown Seattle, but it, it's, it's horrible for TV lines. The field is atrocious as much as I hate to say that, but it is what it is. And then you have some of the other teams that are play on fields that only have a capacity of three, four or 5,000 people. So it makes yeah. sense for them to go to larger venues and it, it's good for the league in the end. Yeah. I'd but agree I, but I do what you, I do see what you're saying though. At the same time, you do want your own identity <laughs> and not always have to be linked up to an MLS stadium. Yeah. But at I the same night, at the same time though, too, you need to realize that for the women's games, they're not going to build soccer specific stadiums just for these women's teams. Unfortunately. Right. And maybe they will down the road, but you mean, you saw the red stars, they're transferring after playing from at a, at a college campus on a, you know, converted football field. Basically now they're going to Toyota field or Toyota park. So they're going to play the same place. The Chicago fire play as well. So we're seeing that transition over where they want to be in more distinguished stadiums. But at the end of the day though, what exactly, uh, you know, is it gonna is it gonna end up happening? We'll we'll see going forward. So, all right. Well, Chris, we appreciate you taking time with us here on Two Up Front. Uh, always a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to speaking with you again in the future, sir. So, thanks for taking some time. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully, I'll talk to you soon. So, let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know, being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hike the trail? Check. Order takeout? Check. Schedule heart checkup? Done. We've all adapted to a new way of living. Keep your health care on schedule with Johns Hopkins Medicine, where your health and safety are our highest priorities. We're ready to care for you through virtual and in-person visits across Maryland and the greater Washington region. Your health, our experts, safely caring for you. Schedule your care now. Learn more at hopkinsmedicine.org forward slash safe.